Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of Fairfax 50 Plus, we're going to talk to V. Johnson of the county's Consumer Affairs Branch and Fairfax County Police Detective Ryan Young. They're here to tell us about this season's holiday scams and, more importantly, how we can avoid them. First, a little background on our guest. V grew up in Richmond, has a degree in sociology and social services from Syracuse University. She's been a consumer specialist for the county since 1987. And in her free time, she enjoys playing outside, and this includes tennis and biking and gardening and anything that keeps her communing with nature. Uh, Ryan also grew up in Richmond, graduated from Roanoke College, a degree in criminal justice and political science, and he's been with Fairfax County's Police Department for 18 years, 12 of those in investigations. So we're definitely uh, uh, looking forward to the conversation with V and Ryan. Thanks for uh, being with us on the podcast today. It's that uh, that time of year, that topic of the year, I guess, that, that we get to talk about holidays and scams. Why, why do we have so many scams at holidays? Well, in the holiday season is the time for shopping, spending money, and giving. And in the season of giving, we have what we call the takers. And these are the Grinches, the schemers, the scammers, the hackers, and the identity thieves. And they are taking advantage of the fact that we're in a generous mood. So what we have to do is be aware that scams are always going to be around us. They're like perennials. They are reoccurring. They're always recreating themselves. So we have to be alert and make sure that we're not letting these takers steal the joy out of the holiday season. Mm. And how about from the law enforcement side, investigatory uh, side of things, increase there or, or is, is, is scamming a, a year-round kind of thing? Yeah, I, th- I think as far as scams go, the it's definitely a year-round thing, but V hits the nail on the head, so to speak, because with the holiday season, people, just the commotion that comes with it, people are maybe a little more distracted and, you know, the scammers, those that would scam year-round, maybe those are the same types of individuals that would take advantage of that and, and certainly mm-hmm. prey on, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they can. All right. And when we're talking about holiday scams, I mean, with the pr- pr- proliferation, if I can even get that word out, uh, more people shopping online. There's online scams. There's obviously scams, I guess, that can be run in the stores, uh, mail, all different types of, of, of scams. Are there I was going to say popular ones, but that's not the right terminology to use. Are there current ones or more prevalent ones um, this holiday season, 2017, that, that you guys want to kind of bring out or talk about? Well, one of the scams that I see quite a bit on my email are what you call the fake shipping scams. And what you do is you get an email saying, oh, well, we just need to confirm your order, but we just need a little bit more information. Click on this link or call this number. Because the scammers know that everybody's getting something shipped. I've had quite a few things shipped so far this year. So what we have to do is we get any type of email or any kind of text about anything supposedly being shipped to us. Do yourself a favor. Don't click on the links. Don't call in the phone numbers in that uh, particular email or text. What you need to do is just simply go to the retailer because all the retailers are giving us very 
exquisite tracking numbers. So go to the retailer, contact them direct, and find out, oh, what's, how's my order doing? What's going on? So don't be distracted by any of the things that we're getting unsolicited emails or texts because mm. they're going to be a scam. Mm. I know one thing I do when I get any kind of email that looks sort of funky it, and I don't know if it's available in all the email programs, but if you hover your mouse over like the like the fake return exactly. address, you know, like from store name brand or whatever, mm-hmm. it'll actually show you what email it's coming from. And it's like oftentimes this gobbledygook. And so you know it's not the Right. The or retailer. it may be from a personal email server like right. Yahoo or Gmail or something like that. So when you see that, that's probably not a business that you want to be dealing with. It's right. probably a scammer. Right. From the police side, anything uh, y'all have seen concentrations in? Well, I'd add, you know, in today's world, one of the most common scams year-round are those perpetrated by phone. And so Hmm. when the holiday season comes around, you know, one of the more common ones that we see in general is, say, those um, imposters of, of, say, like uh, police organizations seeking donations. When the holiday season comes around, maybe it's just tailored toward the the giving toward certain um, – charities mm-hmm. or, or organizations right. related to the holidays. And if folks get those kind of calls, V, they can call the Consumer Affairs branch and, yes. and check those out? Yeah, because the charity scams, unfortunately, you know, like Detective Ryan said, they're off the hook this mm-hmm. time of year because they're just knowing that people are wanting to be generous. And we've had a lot of natural disasters. So it's mm-hmm. the natural inclination for us wanting to be able to give to those who haven't had the joy that we're maybe experiencing. So a couple of things you want to do. We don't want you not to give, but you want to be in control of the process. So if you get a call, then what you want to do is you ask questions. You ask the name of the charity, ask for a phone number, and if they're not willing to give you any of that information, you need to say, oh, this is a red flag, and you need to hang up. So you always want to be in control of that conversation. Mm -hmm. Another thing to do, within the state of Virginia, there's an Office of Charitable and Regulatory Programs, and this is the agency that requires any charity that's doing any solicitation in the state of Virginia, they have to register. Now, what that simply means is that they have certain forms and certain requirements that they have to provide to the state. So they have to let us know, say, for example, if we're donating $100, uh, if $50 is going to fund their phone campaign and their advertising and only $25 is going to the intended purpose, then you get to make a decision, is this a charity I want to support? So another option for you to check to research a charity would be with the Better Business Bureau. They have what they call the Wise Giving Alliance, mm-hmm. and they actually do uh, research on, on, on charities throughout the entire nation, and they give a free evaluation report, and to get that information, you can just go to uh, give.org and research the charity. So find out before you mm-hmm. give, and if you want us to give you some assistance on how to research a charity, give us a call. Mm-hmm. We're happy to help. Go ahead and plug that number. Okay, well, we can be reached Monday through Friday. Friday at 703-222-8435. And each day we have a consumer specialist of the day, and we're happy to hear your call and give you guidance and get you connected to the resources that are going to keep you from giving your Mm -hmm. good hard-earned money away. Mm -hmm. Um, I know all year, I think, gift card scams are, are unfortunately prevalent. Are they more out there during the holiday season as people think, I really don't know what to get, you know, Uncle Joe or whoever. I'll just give them a gift card. Is, is gift card scams bad during the holidays as well? 
I think, yeah, gift, gift cards is a popular way for offenders to be paid, um, whether it be relaying numbers over the phone or, or whatnot. But, you know, certainly over the holidays, that's magnified, in my opinion. Um, but one of the tips that I would say is if, if you have a, a, you know, good intention citizen, they're going to buy a gift card in whatever store, just make sure when you purchase the gift card before you go and buy it, take a look at the back and make sure that the numbers haven't been scratched off. Um, the back of the card because mm. sometimes if it's coordinated enough uh, and you know you you put money on it and you know, obviously unwittingly and the the offenders are able to in the time frame necessary you know then use it before right. the intended wow and in, in in cases where you're giving it as a gift sometimes there is more of a time frame when it between purchase and use so more prevalent maybe in the holiday time wow. that, that those types of right. crimes uh, will occur. Hmm. And, and, you know, one of the common things I will say is that offenders know this, you know, that they're going to prey on mm-hmm. those, you know, the, the chaos of the holiday season. And with that example, um, those types of uh, opportunities to, you know, mm-hmm. that make it that that gap, like right, I stated, right. it gives them a better opportunity to actually get that money right. on the card or use it. Well, and if you're buying a gift card for gift, <laughs> as mm-hmm. it implies, when you buy it, you think you're you're done. And then, you know, say I give it to V and, you know, four weeks later, she, you know, gets it as a gift and then tries to use it and it doesn't work or right. whatever. It's like, oh, something happened, whatever. So neither party is probably going to take any action on it. So it's probably an easy way to get free money if you're a bad guy. So we encourage people, if you get a gift card, use it as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Because that way, like Detective Ryan said, if somebody has tampered with it or are trying to withdraw funds from it, it gives you the first option before somebody else has an opportunity. So if you get those gift cards, because it's still on the top list of of most requested gifts. Mm -hmm. So just make sure you use it as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. And give a gift receipt with it to whoever you're giving it so they know exactly what the value of that card is. Okay. Good tips so far and more to come on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, talking with V. Johnson of the county's Consumer Affairs Branch and Fairfax County Police Detective Ryan Young. We've seen a lot of media coverage so far in this holiday season 2017, and I'm sure it could be any holiday season 2018, 2019, years to come. Unfortunately, this year it seems like there's a lot of media attention on package theft. Uh, from people's front porches, uh, you know, front door, that type of thing. What can we do, you know, as as residents receiving these packages to ensure that we get them? Well, I think one of the biggest things is uh, consider where you're having it delivered. You know, in these days you can almost have it delivered anywhere. If you have someone that you know is home most of the time, whether it be, a, you know, an older adult or a, a caregiver or babysitter or whatever the case may be, or even your workplace, Consider it having uh, the packages delivered to those particular sites where mm-hmm. it's not, you know, it's not going to be sitting on your stoop. And one of the things in regards to that to keep in mind, you know, as these, you know, people are buying from the Internet and having packages delivered more and more every year. So companies are adapting. And one of the things that Amazon, for example, is, is considering and perhaps other businesses is, you know, a, with permission, allowing Deliver delivery drivers to come into your home 
Oh, wow. And putting packages. And some of those delivery drivers aren't always, you know, when they subcontract out during the holiday season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, you I think the police department is probably going to get more calls to say, hey, you know, somebody just went into my neighbor's house. <laughs> right. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not right. saying that you shouldn't call in suspicious activity, but keep in mind those trends, the, the new trends. Mm-hmm. Um, but also to avoid that, I would consider... You know, like I said, having the packages delivered to some place where you know someone will be during right. the day so that it's right. all of those factors are taken out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And another thing you can do also is request that there be a signature required. So that means the driver can't just drop the package mm-hmm. off without getting the signature. So you can also do that. And another thing, too, if you enjoy shopping online, you can shop online. And many stores offer you the option to be able to shop online but pick it up from the store. So you can use that option, and then that way you can physically go in and pick it up so you're in control at all times. And plus, it saves on shipping costs, which Mm. can be a little bit expensive sometimes. Speaking of shopping, shopping online, are there tips to to give us uh, uh, about how to protect ourselves? Um, Or I guess another way to say it, is there a, a safe way or the safer ways to pay when we're shopping online? Tips for for shopping online and pay and payment. Well, if you're going to be shopping online, to me, the best and the most protected form of payment would be with the credit card. And the reason for that is with the credit card, you buy now, you pay later. And it gives you an opportunity through that grace period to determine if there's any fraudulent activity going on. So you have an opportunity to report it. So the good thing with a credit card is there are federal protections. If you are a victim of identity theft or fraud, and once you report it, you have 0% liability. So that gives you some protections. Now, you you have some of the same federal protections when you're using the debit card, but the, since the fact is with the debit card, you buy now, you pay now, directly linked to your checking account. So if there's some fraudulent activity, they have access to your checking account, they get your money. So that means you're out of that money during that time frame mm-hmm. in which they have to investigate. So it does take time for that money to get back into your checking okay. account. So that can pose a, a bit of a financial hardship. So we encourage people, if you're going to use your debit card to make sure it's only for something that you're going to be picking up right there mm. so that you have good good control over it. And check and monitor your financial statements and accounts on a regular basis. If you're doing online banking, that's a fabulous way. If you just went shopping, go out, check your account, make sure your cards are not still shopping. If you don't like to do online banking, if you can just call and do the online banking, they'll give you the last couple of transactions. Mm. So it gives you an opportunity to be able to know what's going on. If you're shopping with cash, just be be alert. Don't carry a big wad of money that you pull out in the (laughs) store. Right. Have your money (laughs) separated in small little uh, increments so that you can just pull out what you need. And just make sure, you know, like Detective Ryan said earlier, be sure you're not distracted. Hmm. Make sure you're fully focused on what you're doing. And just remember, you've got more protections with your debit card and your credit card and some of the online um, payers. Because if you're using cash, if cash is lost or stolen, uh, Detective Ryan will tell you what the likelihood of you getting a recovery <laughs> is. <laughs> Which is? Slim. <laughs> <laughs> and none is close behind, right? <laughs> we do our best, but yeah. I think I think V's right. Yeah. Um, so credit card better than debit card. Obviously, watch out for cash, those type of things when we're shopping online, shopping in stores. We do our best. We pay attention. We're vigilant. But still, something happens to us. We, we get scammed. What should we do then? Who do we call first? 
Well, if you think you're a victim of a scam, if you haven't lost any money, then you want to call Consumer Affairs and talk with a consumer specialist. Um, most of the times, and this is what makes scams so difficult, is they're across borders. They could be anywhere. So they're not going to be physically located here in Fairfax County a lot of times. So if you give us a call, we'll find out what happened. And then most of the times, we'll refer you to the Federal Trade Commission, known as the FTC. The Federal Trade Commission is the nation's consumer protection agency, and it works to protect us from uh, fraudulent and deceptive practices in the marketplace. And they have a website that you would want to go to is www.ftc.gov. And you can also call them. Their number is 877-382-4357 and report the scam. Because if you don't report the scam, it's just going to continue. Mm -hmm. So we encourage consumers to report these scams as soon as they are aware of them. Now, if you have lost some money, then we're going to send you over to Detective Ryan. He'll tell you what goes on there. Okay. Yeah, I would encourage people. I mean, a lot of financial institutions are going to ask for a police report to substantiate the claim. Um, so, you know, the best place to start, because there are many ways, especially with a situation like that, to report to the police. But the best way to, the best way to start is to call a non-emergency number, which is 703-691-2131. And, and you can tell the dispatcher what the situation is and, and they can either, you know, refer you to online reporting, phone reporting, or even have a police officer come out to your location and, and see what the situation is mm -hmm. and see, see what, you know, we have success stories where we are able to catch offenders. Um, um, but at the very least, those things are going to need to be reported, right. documented, right. And, you know, and if it happens, say something happens at the mall, you know, Fairfax County residents can, can know and, and, have a little bit of peace of mind that we have a lot of presence at all of mm -hmm. our major malls mm -hmm. and within the county and they remain some of the the busiest sections in the county for right. obvious reasons that's you know some of which we're talking about right. today so well and i remember a story coming out uh what, around thanksgiving or something beginning of the holiday shopping season the police anti i forget the name of the the group or whatever but is is in the malls oh, and, yeah. and with shoplifting and stuff like that. This time, this time of year, especially, uh, you know, like at Tyson's Corner, they even pull other officers for temporary assignment at, at the mall um, during the holiday mm -hmm. season, just because you know all of the things we're talking about right. more. Just everything's just magnified. Yeah. yeah. What are other steps the police department is taking? We talked a lot about what to do after you know something happens and report it, and but things police department is doing to to help the residents. We mentioned the anti-theft group. I forget what the name of it is. Again, I'm sorry. My apologies oh, to them. Okay. But, well, yeah. one of the things uh, that, that the police department has partnered with and it relates more toward exploitation financially of the elderly, um, but a lot of that has to do with these types of scams, is the, the Silver Shield campaign. Hmm. Um, the, best, the best way to get to it is to go to fairfaxcounty.gov and search for Silver Shield and um, there are updates uh, routinely about different scams, different resources within and outside of the county. Um, AARP, for example, has an excellent resource for fraud and fraud watch. Uh, so that, that's one of the things the county's done. I mean, that, you know, our financial crimes section is also, again, one of the busiest, in my opinion, mm -hmm. in, our, in our county. So Unfortunately. Right. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the, there's a lot of expertise there. And again, we do have success stories. Uh, so the resources are being placed where I think the need is. Mm -hmm. 
Um, unfortunately, uh, a, a big topic and a little amount of time, and we're kind of there on the, on the time limit uh, in our conversation with V. Johnson and uh, Ryan Young, but give you the final words last uh, minute or so here as we, we wrap up. Ryan, I'll start with you from the police, investigatory, law enforcement, you know, kind of that angle, talking holidays and scams, final thoughts for residents, things to think about or advice, that whatever, whatever you want to throw out there. Summation, I'd say slow down and be aware. Um, be cautious about what you're doing. Again, the, the, the best example is when you buy the gift card, people are always hurried. The guy behind you is rushing you. Mm-hmm. Just take the second to be aware. Look at the back. Make, you know, maybe something that you wouldn't, that you would normally do, but in the holidays, everything's rushed. Just slow down. Be aware. Mm-hmm. Okay. V? And one of the things you want to do is you want to shop with retailers that have an established reputation that you already have knowledge about. You want to kind of avoid shopping with strangers because there are going to be all of these new retailers out trying to entice you with all kinds of discounts and whatnot. So we want to be very cautious about that. So make sure that you're not shopping distracted, making sure that you're aware of your surroundings, that you're making sure before you make a purchase, you're finding out about return, exchange, refund policies. You also want to make sure that if you're online or using any type of mobile device, you're shopping protected. And that means make sure your device is up to date with the latest um, virus protection. You've got all kinds of uh, software to protect you. And just make sure you kind of check everything twice. So you want to make sure you know who's naughty and who's (laughs) nice. (laughs) Nice way to end. (laughs) Thanks, V. Thanks, Ryan, for being on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast with us today. Be vigilant. Keep aware. uh, Slow down a little bit. I know it's a busy time, but let's uh, do what we can to uh, help uh, being scammed this holiday season. Now, if you do have a consumer concern, you can speak with a Fairfax County consumer specialist by calling 703-222-8435. The TTY number is 711. You can also visit fairfaxcounty.gov consumer and sign up for their newsletter, The Informed Consumer. Now, if you do feel like you've been scammed, uh, as uh, Ryan said, call the Fairfax County Police Department's non-emergency number at 703-691-2131. Now, you can also find information on older adult services and recreation and community engagement opportunities by dialing 703-324-7948 Monday through Friday or or go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. And when you're on that webpage, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper, as well as Fairfax 50 Plus e-news. And you'll also find a link from there to the Fairfax 50 Plus Facebook page. Be sure to like that page so that you'll get uh, more updates in your Facebook news feed. Thanks again for listening to the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, which is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County Virginia government.